This week on Ultra 64, it's the game so nice that we played it thrice. And it's on ice. And uh, there's mice, maybe? Yeah. yeah. We played Wayne Gretzky Hockey 3D and all of its various sequels. Welcome to Ultra 64. We are the Internet's comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. Each and every week we are playing a differently randomly selected game from the Nintendo 64 catalog. And we are charging across the ice at ridiculous speeds to do so. My name is Steve Gunn. I am the not-so-great one, Woody Siskowski. <laughs> not quite as great. <laughs> we are joined by a special guest coming to us all the way from exotic Detroit. Say hello, Woo-hoo. special guest. Hi, uh, my name is Jeff. Uh, yeah, I'm from Detroit. That's probably the most notable thing about me. I, I <laughs> well, soon you'll be games. able to add. You soon you'll be able to add being on this podcast to your resume. That's right. That's, <laughs> your resume that's, will say two things. It will say Jeff from Detroit was on a podcast once. That is excellent. That will that will get me where I'm going. And now, Jeff, you you are the founder of Motown, I believe. Did I did I read that correctly? I have your bio here in front of me. You are the founder of Motown. Uh, you also uh, used to rap on Eight Mile. That's right. Is this uh, correct? Yeah. Any any of the old duop hips you might have heard, uh, produced by me. Uh, any of those like real hot tracks in Eight Mile, also me. <laughs> I believe also you said duop hips, which implies to me like the Temptations are getting old, and so they need some duop hips. I think they hip may replacements. Be yeah, they um, may be. Up hips have gone out again. Damn it! I'm tempted to go to the hospital. That's what the Temptations say with everything they do. They're very into their. They're very into their whole bit. They're well, like Guar, but for Motown. <laughs> they're, very, they're the Temptation the, characters. Exactly. I'm Jimmy Temptation, and I can resist anything except temptation. Uh, Wait, right. but that's the only thing that you need to resist. I know. It's an Oscar Wilde quote, baby. I've read a book. Well, this week we are talking not about books. That's our other podcast, Just Friends, which is out on iTunes now, I believe, if Whoa. everything uh, went, ha- went, went properly there. No, this week we are talking about Wayne Gretzky Hockey, or Wayne, I'm sorry, Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey, not- Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey 98, and Olympic Hockey Nagano 98. Not to be confused with Wayne Gretzky 4D Hockey, where no. he travels through time. <laughs> which is a really good one. I do really want to play a time-traveling hockey game now. What, what uh, would you do? In, I mean, I guess hockey's probably exists, like Caveman probably played hockey right uh two words ice age oh you have yep. nothing it's an open world exploration you are game correct where you play hockey all over everybody uh get on this hollywood or wherever they, they make games in hollywood. hockey wood hockey wood there it is get on it hockey wood they used to just produce the wood that made hockey sticks and now they're developed they're expanding into feature films jeff are we still getting sound from you or have we oh, already yeah. shut no, you no, up no, okay no. I, I thought i saw you mouthing into the mic and i was worried we were getting <laughs> anything thinking of uh, of uh, something to say so, um, <laughs> get used to that. Don't think, just say. Um, yeah, right. we don't think. Right, you ready? Yeah. I was just going to yeah. say yeah. that uh, the 40 sequel should be released exclusively for Soldier Boy's portable platform. <laughs> Perfect. Well, well up to the quality that we have set for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a bad time for me to be playing an ice hockey game because it is swelteringly fucking hot outside. Not to uh, not to unseat us in time or anything, but uh, though to, our but... standards here in the Northwest are so much like we're so wimpy compared oh, yeah. to like yeah. like it's like eighty five out there maybe, yeah. and like the rest of the country is like a hundred and ten. Still and humid. Yeah, it's very humid. It is very humid. And I'm a very we're, fat man. We are some sweaty boys in here uh so it's it's playing playing a game set in a large frozen room uh was uh, uh just making me long to actually be out on the ice even though i've never been out on the ice per se well no we went curling but yeah uh, that's I true i haven't played hockey before I, hockey to me seems like perhaps the most difficult of sports i, I mean wonder. like the hmm. speed have you played hockey jeff uh is- not on ice i've played it on rollerblades which is probably equally as bad as on ice i think on yeah. foot is the best way to play it if you are uncoordinated <laughs> sure. and cannot sure. uh, attach things to your feet and stand on them which i cannot 
Fair. <laughs> you, just just shoes are a problem. Yeah. These what are what if you do like you, uh, you have to wrap tape around around your feet to be able to walk from place to place. What if you tie like uh, uh, coffee can like romper stompers under the bottom of your feet and then play hockey? Would that? Or do you think that would be equally fun or stilt hockey? Uh, that's like one of those old time things that like kids in the fifties did for entertainment. Where yeah, they, like, that's collected, what I did in the collected 50s. <laughs> rocks and put coffee cans on their feet. Yeah, maybe, I did that. Maybe moon shoes or uh, moon boots yeah. hockey. Yeah. That, that could be. Oh fun. yeah. Man. Oh man, Wait, I, I, those let's, were those let's had time taken out. away. What are moon boots? They're trampolines that you wear as shoes. Do they actually work? <laughs> I mean, they make you fall over because they sound amazing. They sound but amazing. I was but never like, allowed it, to have them as a kid, but I always wanted them. I think they were recalled because kids were. I mean, take all the dangerousness of a trampoline and make it mobile, yeah, and that's what moon shoes were. Snapping <laughs> ankles left and right, probably. So. Yeah. But I do now. I do want to see that as a hockey game, like yeah. a shoe hockey game. Yeah, but just like the coordination of like this, like just ice skating is not easy. Like I can, oh, no. I can ice skate. I'm not good at it. Yeah. Um. It's it's one of those things that I do infrequently enough that usually by the time I figure out how to do it again, I'm done, and then I don't do it again for another year. Fair. Um. Fair. I took, but uh, um, I took lessons yeah. as a kid, and then I because I want I always wanted to play hockey, and then uh, once they got to the backwards skating lessons. Ooh. Oh God! No more. Yeah, just the speed and, and with having people smash into you and being able to sort of control the puck along the way. It's just like all the most difficult parts of every sport put together. Oh yeah. So uh, this is our second round of hockey games that we played on this show so far. The first one was the much more realistic simulators of uh, NHL Breakaway series, which we liked. Yeah. I, I recall they were they, they were, were solid, fun. good hockey games. That was the one sports game. Uh, 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 Breakaway '98 was the one sports game I had growing up, so I liked that one a lot. Uh, these games are much more fast-paced, arcadey goofiness, which is just up our alley. Now, Jeff, you requested to be on this episode specifically. What was your uh, what was your reasoning behind this one? What's your affiliation with this? series well uh two reasons really um the n64 was the first system that i owned uh, i got it for uh-huh. christmas as a kid Good and call. uh diddy kong racing and wayne gretzky's 3d hockey 98 were my two first games i still have my cartridge with my name that my mom wrote on the label so that my friends wouldn't steal it <laughs> okay. okay um that and i think that these hockey games fill a arcade hockey void that is missing not only on the N64 but on a lot of systems. There's not really many arcade hockey games out there. Not really. I was thinking about that too. Like Mutant League Hockey. uh, The Genesis. The Genesis and then uh, I can't really think of too many other games. There was a there was one for Super Nintendo called Hit the Ice. Oh, yeah. yeah um, which okay. had heavy emphasis on the fighting. Sure. Um, yeah, there and was then a, there was a, f- a few for uh, arcade. Mm. But... Go ahead, uh, Jeff, sorry. The uh, the GameCube and PS2 had the NHL Hits series. Oh right, which oh, was right. awesome. The creative characters uh, in that game you could have them with horse heads and shark heads, and <laughs> uh, you could also name them uh, predetermined nicknames, like select them from a list in the sure. menu, and the they program the announcer to actually say all of these names. So that's very one, similar. Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry, uh, the, best I just one. the best one being Crutchfoop. You could have the announcer say, Crutchfoop shoots, he scars! Crutchfoop? Crutchfoop. What is what is Crutchfoop? I don't know. It's the That's, horseman that what? plays hockey. But they decided, all right, we, don't, we, we can program in 30 nicknames that the announcer can say. We'll have Smoker, Ace, Tex, yeah. and Crutchfoop. Crutchfoop. Yep. It's uh-huh. probably some like beloved character in like Belarus or something like that. And just the one Belarusian uh, developer on the team is just like, we must put Kretschfoop in game. Yeah, so in that spirit, um, that's what you're describing is very similar to NBA Hangtime, mm. which is my current number one game on our list of N64 games. I um, saw that and I liked it. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. a very nice choice. That's one of my favorite <laughs> games on the system. I don't can't say I would put it at number one, but still a... Sure. An it's awesome a bold game. move. Yeah. It's a bold move, but um, we, we have bold. Woody here to make the bold moves. You know? And so... We play it pretty safe in my list. Yeah, um, because this game, the, all these Gretzky games are, these are Midway games, right? These are all Midway games. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they're sort of, they're the big company in terms of arcade sports. They're the number one in fake sports. Yes. <laughs> um, Bone-crushing uh, action. Go back and listen to both the NBA Hangtime episode and our interview with Dan Amrick, who has some great stories about uh, uh, working with the Midway guys back in that era. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that was a lot of great 
great stories from that. And so, yeah, you'll see sort of a lot. This game is essentially that formula, the NBA Jam formula on ice. You yeah. know, they, they took it on tour. They had everyone dress up as their favorite NBA characters. Sure. And they, um, and they went and pirouetted on the ice, and you brought your kids. <laughs> Absolutely. Did, did you guys wearing, access like, the, uh, the flaming shots? Yeah, we did get one flaming shot. Okay, we got good. one brick wall That's save. A, uh, trademark we, of a good midway game is that something, yeah, something things catch on fire. fire. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. really a trademark of any successful day. I True. think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I know it's like I can't really start my day unless I start a small fire in my kitchen. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Well, we are going to be talking about the Wayne Gretzky video games in a second, so we better be talking about Wayne Gretzky the man. Uh, we intentionally... that, was, that was his nickname, Wayne the man Wayne Gretzky. Wayne the man. Wayne the pain. They, no, they, they should call him Wayne the pain, but no, they call him the great one. And they don't call him the great one because he sucks. Uh, it turns out... <laughs> it's a hilarious it's a joke. An ironic uh, inversion of his name. Hey, great one, air quotes. And then he just took it seriously and wound up being really good, like yeah. Rudy. Anyway... <laughs> Arguably uh, one of the greatest athletes of all time. I think inarguably the greatest hockey player of all time. I really don't think there's any controversy. Well, I mean, inarguably by us, because we don't know anything. Yeah, we but... don't know anything. But, I mean, if you think of hockey, I mean, to this day, you think of Wayne Gretzky. I mean, he's he's the guy. And he still has many uh, records that have never been broken and will probably never will be. Uh, but we no, uh, Don't say never, no, say no, never in never sports. Say never. As, right. as we always invent new pills for people exactly. to take, new, pad, new pads for them to wear. So uh, Gretzky is uh, still the all-time point leader from the NHL. Uh, uh, he was born and raised in Brampton, Ontario, Canada. And after a standout high school hockey career, he started his career with the World Hockey Association, playing for a team called the Indianapolis Racers. Uh, and this was in the late 70s. He was quickly traded to the Edmonton Oilers. And shortly thereafter, the WHA folded and the Oilers became part of the NHL. And uh, he would spend most of his career there, but he would eventually be transferred to the L.A. Kings. He did a brief stint at the Kansas City Blues. And uh, when these games came out, he was playing for the New York Rangers. So he, by the time these games came out, he'd already had a pretty long career. His career, uh, he retired in 99. So he was right on the cusp uh, of retiring uh, when these games wow. came out. I mean, that's amazing that he could sort of be old yeah. and still yeah. be like a cover athlete, you know, usually. Yeah. I mean, he's one of these guys. He's been retired 20 years. He's only 58 right now. He's not an old man. Okay. But he's been retired for 20 years. Do you guys, uh, uh, do you guys by any chance, have a, a, an odd childhood memory of watching Wayne Gretzky's retirement live on TV? No. no. I didn't know this happened. I, it, I guess it did. I, I distinctly remember being at my grandma's house watching this, and I don't know why. I had no uh, interest in this man uh, <laughs> at the time, but I, I guess it was such a big deal to to people that it was just nationally televised well i mean i imagine that hockey is so hockey is a big deal in this area but not here only because we're very close to the border yeah and so mostly i remember hockey being the thing that was on when i wanted to watch something else sure. and i'm like god damn it hockey is on again and then i would you know go do something else um but i imagine that hockey's sort of part of the the area that you live in right like yeah it's a it's a pretty big deal here i'd say that's uh, one of the top two sports around here, and you guys because the lions guys... the lions are terrible. Yeah, so you oh, might no, have you got no. this is their year for sure. <laughs> okay, I mean I I think uh, I you know I grew up in Colorado, so I think the Avalanche and the Red Wings have kind of a rivalry going on. At, at least yeah, we they... at, well, at least we perceived it to be a rivalry. I don't know how uh, Detroit felt about it. But... Yeah, it was weird uh, that you mentioned that because as a kid, uh, just. As a hockey fan that hated uh, Avalanche, I had like this weird <laughs> preconceived notion that all all people from Colorado were just absolute sacks of shit. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. like, oh, I can, Steve, well, Steve can attest to this. I'm loaded with shit right now. Well, I'm like a burlap I sack. I, I've come to see that's not true, but uh, it's just. You know. <laughs> Well, you have part. a you have a more open mind than we do. Then That's it's right. true. I don't. Yeah, but I don't... It, it was a weird thing. Yeah, this very brief period I was into hockey, like for like six months when I was trying to get this girl I liked to pay attention to me because she was real into hockey. Like, I I developed an affinity for the Avalanche and a hatred of the Red Wings. They were <laughs> yeah. like they were like the Raiders to me, like this team that everybody hates. And only yeah, and only that. six months of trying to appreciate a sport, it yeah. can foster a hatred in you. It's true. I, you know, you you jump on that bandwagon pretty quickly. 
Um, anyway, back to Gretzky. Gretzky's accomplishments are, frankly, a little ridiculous. At the time <laughs> of his retirement, he held 61 NHL records, many of which are still unbeaten. Uh, I've got a couple of Gretzky by the numbers here just to uh, move us along. He has 10 Art Ross trophies. That's awarded to the league's highest point scorer each season. Okay. The second most is Gordy Howe with six. Wow. Uh, he has 894 career goals. The second most is 483. Oh, my gosh. Uh, he has so he's almost double. Of... Almost double. Almost double. Uh, 1,963 career assists. Second most is 1,249. 700 less. Uh, most goals in a season, 92 in 1981. Uh, he Second most is 76. Wow. Uh, he has eight consecutive MVP awards. He's the fastest player to reach the Hall of Fame. Uh, his entry was actually unanimous, unanimously expedited the year he retired. So pretty much he retired, went straight into the Hall of yeah. Fame. Like nobody had why, any... why even bother to yeah. put it off? And uh, four Stanley Cup victories, all with the Edmonton Oilers. Um, so... Undeniably well, impressive. When you uh, said when you said that his records might never be broken, and I interrupted you, you might you're probably right. Might be right. I yeah. mean, these are, no one's come really close. Mm. Like, and uh, there's no there hasn't been another Gretzky to really emerge. You know, we've had some good players, but nobody's really emerged to take that crown. Uh, his post retirement career has been a mixed bag. Uh, he was part owner and head coach of the Phoenix Coyotes until 2008, uh, when the team went bankrupt. <laughs> uh, active in numerous charity organizations, uh, a few shitty opinions on the Iraq War. Uh, he was a big fan of the Iraq War, which uh, yeah, most conservatives today don't even like that war. Very odd, also coming from a Canadian. Yeah. Just like- yeah. But as near as I can tell, that's the last kind of any political stance he's made on anything. Uh, I actually had to check to make sure he was alive. Cause I, I <laughs> he's didn't been know. so out of the limelight. He's so out of the limelight. I asked some friends who live up in Canada, like, what does Wayne Gretzky mean to you? They're like, oh, nothing really anymore. I mean, he was... He kind of he kind of means the same to them that Michael Jordan means to us. Sure. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, he's he's great. He's great. I, I don't really. Know he never had a, he never had a team up movie with the Looney Tunes. No. Today. What would no. be the Canadian equivalent of the Looney Tunes that Wayne Gretzky would team up with? The like, Shit's Creek. Yeah, the, the Trailer Park Boys <laughs> and Wayne Gretzky <laughs> teams up with the Trailer Park Boys, the Shit's Creek crew, and, and, and Red Sasquatch. Green and Red Green and Red Green. <laughs> and, yes, absolutely, and they all uh, play hockey. But yeah, as near as yeah, he is alive. Uh, just for the record he is alive uh he's very yeah just for in case you were wondering everyone get your news from ultra 64 <laughs> wayne gretzky still alive breaking, breaking. I'm, I'm diffusing this rumor now yeah. it's a rumor uh, that we created yeah he's he's alive he's wealthy personal <laughs> personal net worth of uh, 200 million dollars and uh enjoying his retirement giving a lot to charity as near as i can tell so cool good on wayne gretzky uh, as far as Gretzky and video games, he has a relatively small uh, imprint, you know, or skate print or whatever you would call it. Uh, his first game appearance was in Wayne Gretzky Hockey, developed by Bethesda in 1988 and released on the NES and the PC. Going Bethesda, and th- huh? That, that game was actually the game that kind of launched Bethesda. They had one crappy football game before that. Then Wayne Gretzky Hockey, which was a pretty big hit, and that kind of put them on the I wonder the if anyone... I mean, I'm sure that there are people who've worked on Bethesda this whole time, and they oh, like, yeah. got in because they're like, really excited about working on Wayne Gretzky Hockey, <laughs> and now they have to do, like, Elder Scrolls. Yeah. And they're like, oh, <laughs> this is shoot. not what I'm... I'm surrounded by nerds! Do you think any, oh. any elements of those early sports games have carried over to the Oblivion and other series that they have currently? I mean, I would like to hope that you can find a hockey suit in Fallout, right? Dude, that, yeah. that makes sense that you can do that. Or just a stick to wha- hockey, hockey stick, stick to whack sure. people with. I think some Oblivion characters might look a little bit like Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the, the cat people. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne Gretzky's a cat person. I don't know if people okay. know that. This he's, is the new rumor that we're starting. Yeah, he's from Catnadia. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, overall, yeah, uh, uh, the, uh, Gretzky in 1993, Katnada. he signed Katnada, Katnadia, yeah, Katnada <laughs> works better. Uh, 1993, Gretzky signed an exclusive deal for three games bearing his name and likeness, the first of which was Wayne Gretzky and the NHLPA All-Stars for uh, the Super NES, released in 1995, and then the second two we will talk about shortly. Uh, overall, Gretzky is not a hugely prolific video game character. He had a couple of short-lived uh, Gretzky NHL games in the mid-2000s, but those really didn't take off. Uh, do, you, I, do you know, Jeff, I'm imagining you're a person who played a decent amount of uh, hockey games for the Genesis. Oh, yes. Because those are kind of... Um, was Wayne Gretzky in those games? Was he like a... Michael Gretzky? Come with the real players? Almost positive that he was in those games. I know he was in 94, which is... 
considered the best of the Genesis era NHL that's the games. Great, that's the great one of hockey games. That's, that's what that's I've right. heard. Yeah, yeah. I said, NHL 94 is like the hockey right. game. Yeah. They, are, they still release roster updates for that till wow. this day. Like there's a website where you can enter tournaments for that game with updated rosters. That's awesome. It is... Yeah, no. yeah, that's right. I, it's all yeah. Just well, the numbers changed, and when they score, it says a different name. Yeah, yeah, perfect, immersive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk about these games. Our first game today is Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey, released November eleventh, nineteen ninety six. Developed by Williams Entertainment and published by Atari and Midway. It was also released in arcades, but the home console was an N sixty four exclusive. Uh, so probably Will, the, yeah. yeah, I mean, the, probably the first thing to talk about. Oh, well, yeah. So yeah, go ahead and talk about Williams real quick. Oh but, yeah. Sorry. Well, I'm just saying, like, this is yeah. the this is the, kind of the triumvirate, the holy the holy trinity <laughs> of uh, arcade publishers. Yeah. We have Williams, uh, Atari, and Midway. The th- three of probably the biggest arcade publishers yeah. of the respective eras, actually, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're all coming together on this one. Well, Williams, I mean, they sort we, of had been together. Like, there was just a ton of like Midway had sort of started a career of like buying Atari games and yeah. then releasing them as arcade games. Exactly. Um, and then Williams was sort of just an offshoot of Midway as well. Yeah. So. And uh, yeah, except for Midway, uh, Atari, Williams still alive. Williams is mostly doing uh, slot machines now and sure. uh, pinball games. But uh, yeah, they, they created Robotron and Defender. So they're, they're a f- fairly big deal. Yeah. Uh, so we are back again to the very beginning of the system. Just like last week, we played Pilot Wing sixty four. Yeah, whenever you playing... whenever you hear a nineteen ninety six release date, you know, that's because there was a big dry spell in there. Yes, for a yeah. while. So this, I believe, is the fifth game released for the N sixty four, and it is the very first four player game on the N64. Nice. So that's a nice little landmark there. Wow. Very first four-player game. That means if you wanted to play this game to a full experience, it would have cost you, what would it, like, oh, and, $200 probably, because you would have <laughs> needed to buy three more controllers and... I forget how much the N64 cost at retail when it first came out. Well, it, I'm just saying if like you already had the system... Oh, yeah, the system, yeah. And then, because yeah. this, this would be the reason yeah, to buy, to buy at least two more controllers, Oh, right? yeah, definitely. Right. Excuse me. Um, yeah, so that's a pretty big deal. We actually didn't get to play four players, sadly, but we did you know, get to figure out the multiplayer. <laughs> not- it's one of those weird games where you have to put the uh, the controller in the port that uh, associates with the character. So, like, if we had them in the first two ports, we could only play on the same team. Yeah, and then three and four are the other teams, so you just have yeah. to move it, which is... <laughs> there's very few um, changes in the later hockey games, Yeah, um, but that's one of the updates they do, is even if you put it in port two, you can still select the other team. It's very nice. Very, exci- very exciting it. update. Technology, March of technology... Never so, stops. You know, like we talked about, this is the fast paced arcade NBA jam style hockey game. Uh, although it's, it's, you know, it, I, th- I would say it's equally cartoony. I was going to say arguably more mm. cartoony, but I'd I would say, say le- I would say it is much less cartoony. I don't In know. Fact, the fights we, were pretty goofy. We will have a we will have a debate on uh, regarding the quantity of cartooniness of this. Well, I guess that's true because you only have like three real kind of goofy <laughs> animations. You have uh, if you do a power shot at the and you, and it makes it in the uh, net will catch on fire. But but this happens very rarely. Like we played all yeah. three of these games and spent an hour playing three of these games and we saw one one shot that cut the net on fire. Yeah. Um, there's another if your if their goalie makes a really particularly uh, impressive save, they turn into a brick wall. Also, briefly. we saw once. We saw once. We didn't weren't able to do it ourselves, but uh, <laughs> the other team did it. And uh, the final one is uh, when you injure another player, a little ambulance will drive across the top of the screen. But then there's also a big emphasis in this game on fighting. So if you check uh, a player like three or four times in a row, it'll initiate a fight. You go into 2D mode, like a fighting <laughs> game. You have a life bar. You guys throw your gloves. So in, were you uh, only able down. to punch? Or uh, I was only able to punch. I yeah, guess kicking. Kick. There is a grab move. As well. Oh, is there a grab? You can grab the guy by his, his shirt cuff and just... <laughs> also holding him off the ice. That's awesome. I mean, the fight ended. The fight that I got in ended pretty quickly. Like I took him down pretty fast, but it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> it you, was really goofy. Yeah. So, Jeff, do you know? Is there any? What's the purpose of fighting? Um, <laughs> what like solving differences it, with violence? Yeah. Does it give you any advantage to win the fight? Does because when Steve won the fight against the computer, it just took him back into a face-off. Yeah, mode. Right. Uh, are you talking about in these games? In, in these games, or, um, or? you can tell us in real life what the what the purpose of fighting is. So <laughs> yes. start with this game and then tell us in real life. Then we'll expand. Yeah. Tell us whether or not violence okay. solves everything. <laughs> well, 
in the Wayne Gretzky games, I believe if you are playing arcade mode, fighting has no impact whatsoever because mm-hmm. uh, it'll just sub in another guy and take that guy out. Okay. Um, if you're in the simulation mode, uh, you will get a penalty for it, so you'd be down a man on the ice. Okay. So it'd be a five on four. And I feel like, um, yeah, now tell us about real life. Tell us what, <laughs> what violence solves in real life. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> in hockey? No, no, just, no, we, no dude, we, just in life. We want you to take a pro-violence stance, yeah, to be clear. Yeah. Uh, well, from my personal experience, uh, violence... We're, we're not is, actually going to make you do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was curious. This is what we do with our like, guests. This is dickish. I'm not going to make them an unanswered question. Go anywhere. All right, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Um, so, But you did bring up... Um, an, sorry, go ahead, Jeff. I was going to add real quick, uh, when you were listing off the, the wacky things you mm-hmm. can do in this game, there is a fourth one. Uh, if you do the uh, flame shot, but you're lined up directly in between the two uh, circles near the net, it'll actually launch into the goalie, and the goalie will launch into the net, and then they will both fly into the boards behind. Oh, oh awesome. Nice. Okay. That's fun. So, well, that's something to aim for, actually. <laughs> but, now. yeah, I don't feel like you yeah, see these aspects very much. No. Like, when you play NBA hang time, every dunk is pretty wacky. Yeah. And sort of right. the whole design of the... I mean, the thing about... So let's start with the graphics a little bit here. Sure. Is hockey games tend to look pretty bland. Yeah. Because you're on white ice. Um, all the characters are super obscured by a bunch of pads, so you don't really get to see any of their specific facial expressions or designs. I want to see more sexy midriffs in hockey games. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just, especially this game, everyone is super bulky. They, yeah, I mean, they very look thick li- boys. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. was very much like NFL Blitz, but right. it seems slightly more out of place in hockey. I, um, I liked how big and unwieldy they are. Cause, well, I mean, they, they're not unwieldy. They move pretty fast. Yeah. But, like, they are big, ugly lumps of crap, <laughs> which... They're, 1996. From, they're from Colorado. They're big. They're big Colorado <laughs> sacks of shit. Um, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, yeah, it's ugly as hell uh, for sure. But you can make out that these are human figures playing hockey. So yeah. like, you got all you need. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but I do appreciate that. At, at ugly as they are, they are at least large and easy. That, to that see is a good point. That is a yeah. good point. And yeah, it's very clear. Like the colors under each character are very clearly labeled of who you're controlling and things yeah. like that. Right. It's not like an ambiguous like. No. Oh, player one is a light blue circle. Yeah. Player two is a light green circle. Yeah. yeah. Just giant blue star, giant yellow star, and, or red or. But green I guess I just wanted sort of more in NBA hang time. Things are really able to stand out in terms of um, because they have those big head character models that are sort of these digitized pictures of the actual players. Which sometimes like they'll right. they'll come in for a cutscene or something after you score a goal and you'll see their faces and you can see it like it, it is this smiling man stuck in like this rictus of, of terror like on this bulky right. body. And this game doesn't really have. This game, I feel like, falls down a lot on the presentation. Sure, um, yeah. The sound is not, you know, NBA Hangtime has that f- some fun rap music and beats. Yeah. Um, I feel very old saying it that way. Rap <laughs> music and beats. Um, Hip-hop. Hip-hop, beats. yeah, exactly. You kids with your raps. Um, whereas this, uh, nothing in the sound really stood out. All these games have the same sort of boot-up sound when you start Yeah, you all start three have the, the same sound. It's like you get uh, you get a tone, then you get a little bit of Jerry Bruckheimer guitar, <laughs> and then you get what basically sounds like the Ion Springfield opening sequence. Yeah. And that's the same thing you get for all three of these games. And this game does have the uh, the same announcer, who I think was the same announcer for NBA Hangtime, Pretty NFL sure. Blitz, and all three of these games. Yeah. He's, uh, he's he he does a good Midway job. Himself. Yeah. Jeff um, Midway. He, I don't know. Not that he didn't, he didn't really, he didn't say anything here that was particularly hilarious. No. Um, his commentary kind of fades into the background, but mostly that's sometimes the game he'll say, like, that played. was an ugly shot. Yeah. Like, he'll say that. He'll, he'll diss us every once in a while. <laughs> Did you guys mess around with any of the uh, the cheats for this game? No, no, we didn't. That would have been a good okay, suggestion. Well, it has, you know, your classic big head, mm-hmm. small head, uh, but there's also <laughs> there's elongated players and scrunchy players. Okay. <laughs> so they're either just really tall or really short, and then you can also mess with the announcer voice. So oh. it's either uh, deep-pitched or high-pitched, and he talks really fast. Okay, okay, so it's still the same voice, they just sort of... Right, alter so it's it. like 
It's be- Beakers doing the, the, the announcements. I would I would actually play the hell out of yeah. Muppet Hockey. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. The same game, just all Muppets. Oh, I'm so that's happy. A, that's actually a great idea. That'd be fun. Uh, so we, we started off playing in arcade mode, and uh, the biggest distinction you're going to see in arcade mode is that the rink is about half the size of a standard hockey game rink. You know, the previous games, like I said, uh, that we played were NHL Breakaway, and uh, that was all very serious and very realistic, <laughs> and you had the full-size ice and everything like that here. Nice, short, sweet, fast. Uh, each of the in arcade mode, each of the periods is a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. So there's a nice frantic element to it. Yeah, one game takes like eight minutes. Yeah, lots of goofy uh, animations, lots of fast action. The puck turns around really quickly. It's very you, high scoring. Yeah, yeah. When you check people to take them out, they kind of just do this flip, like you just shove them over, and the guy goes flying. Yeah, um, and penalties are turned off by default. Yeah. Uh, you can turn them on in arcade mode, but they're off by default. The way it should. Yeah, be. yeah. penalties. You, penalties should never be on in a yeah, hockey, hockey yeah. game. Penalties are always weird and th- this game does a good job of giving you the customization of it's a simulation that you want to play yeah. because you can still change the default size of the rink whether you're playing with arcade or simulation mode mm-hmm. you can also when you play simulation change the number of players on a team so arcade is always three on three but if you play um, simulation you can play up to five on five right um, which I feel like is if you're going to play the full-size rink, you want to do five-on-five. Five. Everything seems very barren otherwise. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, right. And uh, another slight difference between this and the NBA Jam games is the turbo. Because mm-hmm. um, in those games, when you hold turbo, your character will just run fast as long as you're holding that until you run out of the meter. In this, you just get one like very brief but very fast yeah. burst of speed, which is a fun thing. They give like a little colored streak behind your yeah, character yeah. and a fun whoosh noise. Very good sense of momentum. Yeah. And uh, you can really turn the tide with that little boost mode. Mm-hmm. Like, I would, and because there's no penalty for like hooking or uh, high sticking or anything like that, you can whack the crap of the <laughs> other person with your hockey stick uh, and uh, just take the puck back. And uh, I was having a hell of a fun time with this yeah. game. Like it's really, it's a really good time. It's a great like fast arcadey sports game. Uh, it's kind of everything you want in this kind of genre. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, I think ahead. it's also important to note that uh, with the boost, <gasps> that's also if you do use the boost. Uh, Two mm-hmm. boost that takes away your ability to use the uh, the fire fl- slap shot. Oh, or, uh, that's why. Okay. Okay. See, we we needed we needed uh, you here, Jeff. We needed to record this podcast first, <laughs> and then record the play it, and then record this podcast again. Yeah, I think so. I think that's <laughs> the most efficient way to do now it. a four hour production. Um, because yeah, I we just kept. Uh, trying to turbo in there and not getting those fire shots that might actually give me stress nightmares okay. to edit that like thinking, yeah. i'm thinking back on that editing it in three different time frames and i'm like oh i'm really upset <laughs> oh the rampage episode oh yeah, yeah. well yeah, oh. The ramp- yeah i mean i'm just thinking of like trying to do that never mind <laughs> okay. um so yeah the, the other mode in this is a simulation mode so basically you can uh, go and switch it from arcade to simulation to have a more realistic air quotes yeah experience the simula- so, this is the mo- one of the more generous definitions of simulation sure. Yeah, you uh, you can expand to the full-size rink. You can turn on uh, penalties and do whatever you want and mess with the details a little bit. And uh, we found it was very, very hard to score a goal in simulation mode because the goalies are very on top of things, and they're not quite so loosey-goosey as they are in arcade. Yeah, arcade, like, our score was, like, 6 to 5 in yeah. less than 7 minutes. And in this, there's in there's 5-minute quarters in uh NHL 98, and yeah. so we played a full game in 15 minutes. I think the score was 2 to 1. Yeah. Which is much more realistic. Yeah, than the 7 to 5 yeah. we were doing in the other games. Much less yeah. fun. Though, I mean, though still fun. Like, yeah, I, still I, fun. In, yeah. like I said, right, in the but... scope of simulation, like they barely ever call penalties. Yeah. You still are able to whack guys pretty darn hard, and the turbo still works. So you're yeah. getting a pretty similar experience. Um, I would say it's more accurate to call it hard mode rather than simulation mode. <laughs> okay. Because it's not, it doesn't become like a different game necessarily. It just becomes a little more difficult. Yeah. And it requires... Do they still have the icing penalty in simulation? I haven't played no, that. No, there was there so was long. no icing penalties. No. Well, okay. I mean, we did that's have penalties bad, turned off for most of it, but like I believe not not in the yeah. simulation. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. No, we yeah. did. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, simulation is good. There's also a, a season mode, which uh, we didn't really touch very much just because that's more of a single-player uh, experience. And, you know, season modes in uh, hockey games are all kind of about the same. Well, and I feel like the thing that makes a season mode in a sports game is sort of giving that behind-the-scenes stuff. Of yeah. If you really want to get into it, like having a draft 
or managing a salary oh, cap. Oh, I thought you said giraffe yep. for a second. Yep, you manage a giraffe. That's how <laughs> hockey teams work, Steve. I know. They, they have a giraffe manager and a general manager. That's why I was confused. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like those are the things that sort of make a season mode stand out is sort of um, dealing with all these different menus and this kind of interface and customizing your team, doing trades. And even though this game has a season mode, it doesn't have any of that stuff. You yeah. just basically are playing through a ladder of teams, which is the same right. thing as the arcade mode. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. It does have good stat keeping, though, which I, I do appreciate. Oh, okay. Uh, like myself some good stat tracking <laughs> see and we that's that's we need your perspective on that because like i look at the stats and like yep those those, <laughs> those are numbers, numbers. <laughs> those those numbers are uh let's see yep yep there's in a column with I, letters yeah yeah yep yeah i do agree with woody though it's lacking pretty much anything uh besides stats anything else beyond that is just not non right which sort of which makes the season mode a little pointless yeah huh. right i mean I don't know. Did any sports games of that era, though, have in-depth season modes like that, or is that more? I mean, no. PS2 era sports games. There, there were there were like uh, NHL quarterback club had it. Yeah, but then you uh, have to crappy. play NHL and NFL quarterback club. Yeah, NHL, NHL quarterback away had it. Uh, I think some of the baseball games and the oh, soccer okay. games had it. Yeah, yeah, it's a th- it, it was a thing around I'm, this era. Yeah. yeah, and I mean okay. it dates back. I mean. It, you can go really far back and find those in-depths. Tecmo Super Bowl has yeah. a fairly in-depth customization and things like that. Yeah, um, eh, that, that is true. In, yeah. Which is fine. That's not really what you want from this game. No, not um, really. Right. And I feel like the four-player mode from this does seem like it would be a real treat. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It is. The other yeah. thing that I, I, I do like so. is um, you can change your you can change the way you play of. Normally, you just control the same character, but you can set it to follow mode where it, you will control whoever has the puck at the time, or you can just press R to switch character as well. But yeah. both work pretty well because yeah. the AI is good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I had no problems with the controls. They felt pretty intuitively laid out. Um, I, I kept confusing my shoot and pass button to uh, hilarious <laughs> it's, effect, It is amazing I, how common in these sort of two-button midway games of uh, pass and shoot that people... <laughs> It's more of a panic reaction for me. Like, okay. I don't know. Maybe it's just something. It's a, it's a midway effect. I just feel like I need to button mash all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Did you guys use the uh, the secret shoot button? Uh, tell us about this. Uh, did you, if you, if well, you think you that with... we did something, assume we probably didn't. Because we played the, like, the most no, rudimentary I didn't hear about level. Secret. I, I, I heard there was a secret chord that David played in Please the Lord. <laughs> but I didn't hear about a secret ah. button. In well, I, I, I've never really so, cared for music. Really? Yeah. Oh, do you? <laughs> So your pass and your shoot normally are A and B, uh, and then if you A is your slap shot. So if you hold it down, you can kind of wind okay, up yeah. your shot. Steve did figure this out eventually. Shoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is Fine that how scene. you do okay. the fire shot? Right. You hold down A, and then you hit bottom. Oh. C while you're holding down A, and then that'll do the. Okay. Fire well, shot. we're gonna go replay it a uh, little bit as soon yeah, as we're yeah. done recording this because we want to we want to do this I stuff. I things on fire. Um. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, but Z is also, that's like okay. the quick oh, yeah. shot version. Well, again, so, and I kept trying to shoot with Z, which probably explains why I was not making any goals. And that's the way it, it makes yeah. sense. To, you know, you shoot with the trigger button. Yeah, it makes sense. But And, well, I'm glad you say okay. that because my, my, one of my few complaints with this game, aside from the presentation being a little drab, mm-hmm. is I felt like it needed one more little thing I um, to sort of give it a more sense of strategy or goofiness or something like that because it was a lot of fun to play. But a lot of these games, you just feel like you're pounding it into the goal sort of constantly with no sort of feeling of making a good shot or a bad shot. Mm -hmm. So I'd really like some kind of power meter that sort of slows or like a hot spot on the ice that sort of moves around or if you shoot from. And so, yeah, what Jeff described with being able to do that fire shot seems like would help or like a chart, a more distinct charge up. Mm -hmm. I don't know, something like that where you feel like you're really going to blast it in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. See, that's where you got to do the uh, the shot between the circles, and you shoot the goalie yeah, into the back. That sounds rink. like just what we want. That is key. Well, let's move on to our next game, uh, or should I say, let's move on to, to the, the same, same game. game we just played. Uh, when Gretzky 3D Hockey 98 was released December 3rd, 1997, so just a little over a year later, developed by Software Creations and published by Midway, and this time this is not an exclusive, it was also released on PlayStation 1. So Software Creations was founded in 1985 
the company had kind of a prolific output on the NES. They had titles like Sky Shark, Wolverine, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, and the amazingly frustrating Silver Surfer. Which, oh man, those get all those games you named are so hard. Yeah, yeah. Sky Shark is one of the most difficult games I've ever. I played. feel like Wolverine and Indiana Jones are like hard broken. But like well, so I, I actually Surfer. defend Silver Surfer. I think that's a fun game. We had, we had a, I'm the only one. Yeah, we had a video like, game tournament. I, I hosted a video game tournament where I made everyone play these weird games. Yeah. And one of them was like Silver Surfer um, to see who got the highest score. And I believe you it's, won that one. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an endurance trial with that game, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, so they, during the 16-bit era, they worked more on 16 on uh, uh, licenses, uh, and they had titles like the Crash Test Dummies. Oh, uh, this is all very disparate. Crash Test Dummies, Disney's Beauty and the Beast, the X-Men, Thomas the Tank Engine, and the Simpsons. Wow. Uh, the standouts of their original work for me include the underrated isometric action RPG Solstice and its sequel Equinox, both sure. games I really like, and uh, Plock. Which we talked about a little while ago in the Buck Bumble episode of a uh, character that never yeah. re- received any kind of follow-up. Who shoots <laughs> off his limbs. Yeah, Plock I kind of liked. Uh, I, I defend that one. I don't know. Somehow it's... the game Equinox um, is one of those weird games that I think I was at a friend's house and I saw them playing, but I never knew what it was. And it was always, like, cemented in my memory as this super weird, obscure game. Yeah. And then I finally saw it, like, many years later, and I'm like... Oh, that's what that game is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I we I, I think my my friend rented that uh, for his Super Nintendo during a sleepover in like '95 or something like that when I was a kid, and uh, we played that all night. <laughs> we could not play. I'd never heard of it before that. I didn't have a Super Nintendo then, but yeah, we played that game all night long. I should. Go um, back and play that game. Cause... More about software creation. Well, let's talk uh, about Equinox more. I know. We'll do the Equinox podcast. Uh, other, <laughs> other than this game... 100 episodes. 100 Equinox. episodes of that one. Uh, uh, another... Uh, uh, aside from this game, uh, Software Creations worked on N64 titles like Carmageddon 64 and Hexen, both of which we have not gotten to yet. What a uh, weird company. Weird Just company, right? a lot of different stuff. And then the company was purchased by Acclaim in 2002. They were renamed Acclaim Studios Manchester and subsequently shut down in 2002. <laughs> Four when Acclaim went under. Their last game was Gladiator Sword of Vengeance. Uh, do you guys remember there was briefly a boom of like Gladiator games in the early 2000s? I, I think do. Was, I do remember that. I think it was right around the movie came out. Like there were like yeah, there were like six different weird. Gladiator games. I played none of them. Circus but I do Maximus remember this. and Gladius and Rygar. What was the one? It was a, like a turn-based tactics game. It was a Gladius. No, I think Gladius was like they, a they all- uh, was like an action game. I believe. That was like the LucasArts game. Okay, I'm thinking of one. Yeah. I've, I don't I, know. That, that one was pretty good, whichever one... You know the game Jeff is thinking was, of. Shout it, out, yeah, shout it out right now. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm talking a lot about this developer here because there's really not a lot to say about this game that we didn't already say. Yeah, uh, it's weird that they ended up giving this to a new developer because, like... They didn't do anything. It's kind of like do? that... Um, it's kind of like that po- that scene in the Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie show yeah. where he's like, something but, like, uh, Poochie. Yeah. But less lame. And he's like... Poochie good with everyone? Yeah, 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 it's good. Yeah. Um, whereas in this, they're like, here's the code for um, Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey. Like, will you guys work with this? And they're like, is this code okay with everyone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, you get you do get a slightly different title screen. And uh, so, and the guy says 98 now. But uh, uh, he, uh, other than that, it's the same opening music. The menu screen looks identical, except it's green now instead of blue. <laughs> And uh, you just have a slightly updated roster. Here, here were the um, here were the changes that Steve and I. This is this is us being detectives. Yes, Detective Ultra sixty four. Um, even if your controller is plugged into the second slot, you can still choose what team you want to be on. Yep. So right. you don't have to move the actual controller. Um, the default quarter length or period length. I always say quarter, which is very confusing because there's only three of them. But period length in simulation mode is five minutes instead of ten minutes, which it was in the base game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you can still set it to be longer. Oh, yeah, you but can. that's it. Those, that's about it. <laughs> that was all we found that I has mean, changed in this game. You get the same little animation of the characters rising from the ice like demons every time when the game's about to start. Uh, it's the same action. It's the same animations. Uh, same ugly looking, lumpy characters. Like, uh, really, no different. Like, one of the most like blatant, like 
Well, especially Follow-ups. yeah, for like them having a year, yeah. you know. Again, we all—it's such a common complaint of sports games that there's so little new. But this game this felt beyond the pale, right? Yeah. This, this felt like again. You put these side by side, you would you would have no idea. Which I would have which. no clue. Yeah, yeah, I would not be able to tell you which one. One is does which. not look sharper than the other. Does not play any different. No, hmm. and it, yeah, yeah. I have a question for you guys. Um, did you spend the majority of your time playing the original? Actually, we or played 98? 98 a little more because we played a full round of simulation yeah. in 98. So we played a little more, yeah. Okay, because I can't exactly remember, but I think there was some difference with the special shot or the turbo between ni- uh, the original and 98. So that may have been had something to do with why you couldn't do the oh, fire I see, shot. Yeah. Did you ha- did, so did you have both I, of these I, games, or did you mostly just play the original? Oh, he had 98. I, oh, okay. I had 98. I, I I then went back and bought the original. And yeah, wow, yeah. This is the exact same thing, and never, never yeah. need to play that again. So, and it's this is kind of a weird dichotomy that you run into with like uh, trying to criticize games in any way. It's because like you're putting the the, the cost value <laughs> up against the uh, the entertainment value. You mm-hmm. know, I think you do that more than you do with other forms of art because they're more expensive. But, like, nowadays, not really a big deal. Both of these games are a dollar. It doesn't matter. They'll give them to you for free at the game store. Flip a coin. Uh, Back in 96, 97, like, I would be pretty pissed if I paid full price for the sequel to this game, and it's the same exact game. Yeah. Well, if you you have the older... If yeah. you have one and you buy a new one, I w- it would also it would feel right. super lame. But at the same time, if you don't have the other one, sure, this one's fine. Yeah, play the same. It's it's the same, you know, and it, it's mm-hmm. a, it's like the same version of a game we already like. Uh, so there you go. Take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, well, um, if you go to the, if you're curious about this right. game, whatever right. you reach your hand out, whichever one you touch first, that's just the one. Get that one. It's equally good. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. <laughs> It's it's funny. I uh, bef- right before this podcast, I went online just to look at what uh, reviewers mm-hmm. at the time thought of this game. So I started with '98 because that was my favorite, and everybody's like, "What? This is horrible!" It had like a five across the board on most major magazines and websites. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, what the hell!" And then I went back and looked at the original, and it got like nines and eights. And then I realized that it was just because they caught on that this was literally yeah. the exact same game. Yeah. And it was telling you, you know, don't spend seventy whatever N sixty four game and sixty four bucks. Yeah. Were, it was sixty four dollars. That was the rule <laughs> yeah. that Nintendo put: is every cartridge 70. had to be sixty four dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four dollar. I mean, that's actually probably about right for a new game now with tax. Yeah. So yeah. Man, there we go. All right, let's move on to our last one here because uh, we're spoiler alert. We're going to be talking about the same stuff again. Uh, this time we're talking about Olympic Hockey '98, Nagano, or Olympic Hockey Nagano '98, or as the announcer calls it, Nagano. Nagano '98. This was released February twenty third, nineteen ninety eight. So this is just about two months after the last one. Uh, developed by Treyarch and published by Midway, and it is an N sixty four exclusive. Again, Treyarch. This is their debut game. They are best known as the developers of Spider Man, Tony Hawk, Call of Duty, and other wow. forgotten properties that no one likes or wait, remembers. Wait. I like those. I remember those. Do you? Those games are great. You are so, like, fringe sometimes. Yeah. I don't even know how to deal with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, eagle-eyed listeners, or eagle eyes. <laughs> yeah. Will, eagle-eyed uh, listeners who hear through their eyes. Yes. Cool. It's a condition. Uh, uh, giraffes have it, and sacks of shit from Colorado. Um, so, um, you're going you're gonna to look at the stats and see the whole middle America just... Yeah. I guess Colorado's not middle America. High, high America. We're, we're, we're middle-ish, yeah. 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 Were high high America. America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, if, if you'll remember our very early uh, Nagano Winter Olympics game uh, that we played with my lovely wife, Nicole Vatisse, we, uh, we talked briefly about this one because we were originally going to play this with that game to keep up the Olympic theme. And then we found out it's basically the exact same game as these Wayne Gretzky games. So we put it back, but I did wind up talking about it. I'm going to talk about it again just because <laughs> it's been a long time. Um this game is a little infamous because it is still the lowest-rated game in IGN's history. Huh. Uh, the reviewers at the time gave the game a perfect zero, claiming it is literally the exact same game that was released two months prior. I have the full review right here. We'll post a new review when Midway releases a new game. That's the full That's review. That's the full review. Uh, and it, it got... 
pretty equally bad scores across the board, like all ones and zeros, because this is like, I mean, honestly, I would say this is a little more different than 98 was. Yeah. Um, so the, the, we're going to we're going to set this record straight. We're yeah. going to correct IGN on this one. I mean, you know, but I can understand if they've just oh, played yeah. for the third time. No. Well, yeah. this game, first off, this game has some real its existence is pretty dirty because yep. like Gretzky 3D hockey and Gretzky 98 you know you're getting the same product yeah you're like okay this is a Gretzky branded game and so when you buy it and you realize it's almost the same you at least knew what you were getting in for yeah this we didn't know like Jeff didn't even know that this game existed right as this as the same game and Jeff knows That's everything right. yeah so and and you know it's true so it took a while for people to catch on that this game is just the same thing right. because it doesn't have the Gretzky branding and that's because it said he was hit a limited license and because right. they want to put it as an Olympic game yeah that's that's some shady kind of chicanery right there. yeah like, exactly that's that's kind of I, I do I agree I think that's meant to kind of pull the wool over the eyes of consumers a little bit right because it's like if you're excited about hockey yeah you would have gotten 98 and then sure. you're like okay this is the same game whatever I'm happy with the new rosters and then the Olympics come around and you're excited about hockey so you're excited about the Olympic John. I want an Olympic hockey game. This is your option. You and you're like, holy shit, this is the same game. I didn't know I I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that that's that's kind of the messed up thing about this game. I mean but there are some differences. Uh the, yeah, the like like you were saying bigger. yeah this game has more differences between it and the other two yeah. than the other two have between each other. It's true, yeah. And, and you get a bunch of international teams this time. There's 14 real Olympic teams. There's a bigger hockey rink. Uh, there's uniform good chain, color changes. Uh, there's a slightly different title screen. So again, not a lot. And they just kind of renamed season mode to Olympic mode and uh, uh, kind of changed some of the titles of that. But it's really the same thing. This game also has the ability to customize the teams. Like you can Is move that, yeah. players from one to the other. They call it defecting yeah <laughs> and you can customize players as well yeah you can change their stats change their pictures change the names so i think that do they no, have... no go ahead uh sorry go ahead do they have actual players in this game like are the rosters we, we recognize i mean wait we, we recognize like gretzky no they have real gretzky players wasn't in it, it but yeah no we i did... think gretzky was in it he was just on the canada team he was definitely was in it yeah oh, okay maybe i was looking in the wrong yeah, team but they yeah they have yeah, you were looking on the Luxembourg team. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Was I mean, I know there. he defected to Luxembourg. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so it, it's they were real players as near as we could tell because we ran into Brett Hall. <laughs> yeah, he, our, he our knowledge of Olympic hockey is there very limited. The realest hockey <laughs> yes. player that there is. Um, oh, yeah, we should also probably clarify. You won in arcade mode pretty much any time we played arcade mode. And I won simulation mode when we well, played that all the way through. Well, I won the original, and you won 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, th you will see that the original ranks higher for me because I didn't win that one. <laughs> Actually, that one ranks higher for me, too. Um, so, yeah, again, not much that we can really say about this game that we haven't already said twice before. They play uh, the national, like, little MIDI versions of the national oh, that's anthem. Nice. Yeah. Which I, I don't know. I really enjoy the, those sounds yeah um, I think that they're fun it's very goofy but we still get the same uh, demon Cthulhu <laughs> bulky boys like rising from the ice it's it plays the same it's the same damn game and again why did they bring in a third developer to develop this? yeah they really didn't they must have been such an easy cash in job for them and then they got Spider-Man like immediately after that <laughs> Well, hey, so. we really liked your work that you did with Nagano Hockey. You Care really to develop changed the, the Spider Man the color on that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, really, it, it's, it's again, fine. It's fine as a game. Like, again, if you, if you have a choice between three of these, point your finger. You'll be fine with any of if them. If you care about but. the Olympics and you like sort of other countries. Uh, I don't like and, other countries. No, yeah. yeah. That's, why, that's why we live in America, because we don't America. like other countries. Um, Incorrect. Incorrect. Yeah. Correct. I like Australia a lot. <laughs> Australia likes us. Yeah, I think not knowing that this game had existed, I'm interested in seeking it out. Even mm -hmm. though I know it's going to be the same thing, just the appeal of having national teams is... Yeah, and that, that would be the incentive to so. get this game over the other ones. Also, I'd want to hear your take on it as somebody who's played like the other games a lot. You know, uh, you would have a little more insight into the nuances there. It felt pretty much identical to us. Um, well, I mean... Yeah, well, I'll, I'll get yeah, back please. to you in a few weeks. We, we can do a, yeah, an addendum If they weren't able... If they made so few changes from the original to 98 in, like, almost oh, in a one-year period, mm. then the two months that they did for this change, they're not going to have much. No, no, not yeah. a whole lot. Well, let's move yeah. on to our rank. Actually, before we move on to rankings, Jeff, you mentioned that you had some corrections for oh, our yeah. breakaway episode. I really want to hear this. 
I, oh, just I had one, one hey, correction. Uh, that's right. I, I believe you were mentioning that the cover athlete for one of the games was the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the Oh, Detroit it was not. Red Wings. Uh, no, no, he was. It's just, well, to be fair, he does have a uh, a very odd last name. It's Y-Z-E-R-M-A-N, and it's, oh. I don't know how you say it, oh, but th- it's, okay. it's Iserman. And that, that, that is oh, my I think year I said and like, a half Yeah, uh, that sounds correction. right. I said like Ezerman or something. Like, e- Ezerman, Ezerman, yeah, I, I couldn't. <laughs> I no, that's, no, that's fair, because no. I know uh, Ezerman's been listening to this episode every single time, <laughs> waiting for me to say it right, and I just fucked it up again. So that's right. Wait, will you pronounce it correctly one more time, just so we can cut that in in case Steve has to say it again? Thank you. Ezerman, got it. All right, okay. perfect. Nailed it. Just cut, cut that to your Well, let's move on to our yeah. rankings of these games. Each week we are ranking the games that we just played and adding them to our ongoing list. Uh, what do you want to start with? Sure. This one? Um, this is, these are games of one of my favorite genres, the goofy sports games. Definitely. They were fast-paced. They were fun. Um, I like them less than Hangtime or Blitz. Yeah. Um, because I don't think they could, they just feel a little chaotic and it's hard to tell quite what's going on. Mm-hmm. They don't, not that those games are heavy in strategy, but they certainly feel like you got a little more going on than these. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm putting them at number 46, 47, and 48. Um, I'm going to put Nagano actually at the highest, um, okay. because I did like, I mean, it has the player customization to some degree, and I like the national teams. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to put the original at 47 and 98 at 48. But okay. Again, we said it a million times. Whatever version you get, we'll have the same experience. Like more so than any other sports game we yeah. played, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I similarly, I, I very much uh, enjoy these games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. These these are the kind of sports games that I can get into, as we've seen a couple of times. You know, the only uh, only thing that could make me marginally recommend a football game was uh, giving it this kind of treatment. So, uh, I'm putting. Uh, the first one, uh, uh, number 28, that's going to be right under Extreme G. Highly quality, uh, a real solid game. Wayne 98 uh, is going to go a little lower. It's going down to number 68 uh, under Fighter's Destiny 2, and then Olympic is right under that, number sure. 69. Uh, those ones, I just nice. feel like the lazy... Yeah, nice. Uh, the laziness, I think, uh, is kind of a deterring factor for me, just if I'm evaluating this objectively, not as somebody who already owns all three of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say... Yeah, that was pretty lazy to do that and to release the same game. And Olympic is the lowest because I feel like they pulled the wool over your eyes a little bit. Like, yeah, that, were, that's one of the. That's a very immoral shit. release. They were trying to pull some shit for sure. Like, uh, yeah, you could you could call ninety eight like uh, lazy, but this one they were being crafty. So, uh, and Jeff, how about you? Uh, ranking these three games, what would you, what would you say? <laughs> well, <excuse laughs> I just learned that uh, you're yeah. playing. It's going to be number one. Number one, obviously. Uh, it just sounds the best. Uh, then sure, I'll go 98 and the original. And I think uh, I agree with Woody that of the three major sports, arcade sports series for the N64, I think that Wayne Gretzky is the weakest just because it is chaotic and it feels like a lot of it comes down to a flip of the coin of yeah, whether right. or not the goalie saves it or not. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but sometimes you'll you'll shoot a shot and the goalie will literally look the other way. Oh, and the yeah. will zoom past them. Yeah, sometimes. And it's like, what well, the yeah, fuck and that that, that again was sort of the big issue or for this is it's just I wanted a little more as the player to have some control over whether or not the shot went in. Yeah, or maybe something for the defender to like right. and play as the goalie for a minute or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right, there is some mitigation of that with uh, obviously the one time shot or the. The shot that shoots the goalie back and I, I don't think we mentioned this during the uh, talking about it the games but uh, you can kneel as a defender oh. to block shots I think it's the a button so you do have a little bit of control of okay as a player block so I mean shots, I guess this game has sort of more depth to it than maybe we found yeah, um, yeah. but it doesn't do a great job of showing you these things right. in game. I don't yeah, I was gonna say it's I don't think it's your guys fault at all it, it is kind of i mean i played these games as for hours on end yep. as a kid that's because that's all i had so i i've learned these tricks over time and then just uh, yeah. held on to them for 20 years and <laughs> talked about them have you ever played this game so have you ever you. played this game with four people or three other people i have played with three players okay. i don't think i've ever gone four uh but it is it's one of the i don't like 
sports games generally with two players on the same team because it's just you frantically passing back and forth and then yeah. somebody just goes and shoots it. But I think this game does a good job of, uh, because it's so fast-paced and just frantic and fluid that yeah. you have the puck for one second maximum no matter what. And then it's I mean, I think that this game has ranks, what so. I think is the most important quality in a four-player game is that it's very simple mm-hmm. because usually the situation where you have four people, right. like... Probably two of those people have never played this game before. Right. And so you want to just be able to do something that's just fast and simple, and this game does that. Definitely. Well, uh, yep. let's move on. We have a couple of brief letters here that I just want to read out, uh, and let's get started. Dear Steve, I am the captain of the Detroit Red Wings. For a oh. year now, you've been saying my name wrong. I'm sorry, Mr. Ezerman. Ezerman. That's, that's cutting Urzmer, it into it. Yeah. Uh, so, I know you're nearing the end of the list of games, and you've been trying... Nope, to, oh, we're not. Uh, we're, still... we're about halfway, yeah. I, I know you're nearing the end of the list of games, and you've been trying to space out some of the most popular games, but there's one series I'm super excited to see you all review. I have no clue if they were categorically bad or good games, but my dad and I sure love to play them together. Could I have a hint as to when you'll be covering Battle Tanks? Uh, Love your show so much, and I have such a blast running through memory lane. I have been able to reacquire an N64 since my parents sold ours, but Mm -hmm. I'm still missing so many beloved games, and I love to hear what you all have to say about them. Thanks for all your hard play, and that is from Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah. That's very kind of you. Battle Tanks, uh, I'm not sure exactly. It's coming up this year. Uh, It's coming up a little later this year. Uh, I could say that. Probably like October, November. So yeah, I don't. I, I don't even think. Do we know if those games are bad or good? I, I couldn't tell you. All I know is I remember the commercial with the uh, the snuggle bear. Yeah, uh, that's killed. what I also remember. That's all I know about. I got it. those very confused with the Vigilante Eight commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I keep confusing the Battle Tanks games with Battle Zone, which we yeah. already played. Which is um, they're very different. Very different. Yeah, but they both have tanks. Is Battle Zone the yes. like the Atari the but, but it's like the uh, RTS okay. update from like Battle Zone baffled us. Yeah, that it one was, was confu- we didn't right. know how to approach that one at all. Yeah. Um, one more letter here. Uh, hi guys. Hi. I uh, love the podcast. Uh, I was one who found you through the flop house, and I look forward to the day when you are brought into the Max Fun Network. Let's Ooh. shoot for around game two ninety or so. That's, that's the dream. Yeah, that's right, my, right before right a before podcast end. ends. <laughs> anyway, I just heard that Pilot Wing sixty four is coming up. Ooh, late. Sorry, I came out, came out last week. Uh, I just heard that Pilot Wing sixty four is coming up, and I had a question pertaining to that game. Okay. What has been the game so far that you had a lot of love for as a kid, but found extremely disappointing as an adult playing it again? Mine was oddly Pilot Wings. The U.S. minimap used to be fun, uh, so fun, and I would spend literally hours exploring, messing with the Loch Ness Monster at Hoover Dam, and so on. Mm-hmm. I recently tried it again and found it so frustrating it killed a little bit of my inner child. Okay. Uh, what game has been the most different from child you to adult you? Or maybe the inverse. Is there a game you didn't care for as a kid and replayed for the show and thought, not that bad, actually? Thanks, Adam. Uh, yeah, so thank you for writing, Adam. Um, what, oh. Do you have the list on their phone? Oh, yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Steve is in control of the list, and he's oh, yes. dropping I'm, this question I'm, on I'm me. I'm master of the list, yeah. um, You vamp uh, for a little bit, Steve. Yeah, so um, I, I think hopefully you've listened to the Pilot Wings episode by now. We found it less frustrating than I think, but... Uh, uh, Pilot Wings is very dependent on just willing to go around and just sort of dick around yeah. and just like explore stuff. I think if you play the core game, it can mm-hmm. be pretty frustrating, right, but if right. you're just willing to totally go at your own pace and look at stuff... And, like, the technical aspect of, like, flying around and looking at stuff is not going to be as exciting as it was when you were a kid. No, not terribly. Um, the the example that springs to mind for me, this isn't from our list, but this is a, a, a game that I was very fond of as a child and then grew up to realize it was pretty bad, was uh, the NES version of The Karate Kid, okay. uh, which is an LJN, a large juniper nipple game. Uh, and uh, I played uh, that game a whole bunch, too. I did, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like, a fairly short game, too. You could be, uh, like, they've got the swinging blades you have to jump over and there's the chopped stick mini game where you're catching flies like i remember loving that game and i think it was just having a lack of options because i i uh played it when i was older i'm like wow this is really bad i have a hard time believing it's this bad uh so yeah yeah that would, that would probably be my immediate answer um as far as ones that were like better than i remembered um i mean original legend of zelda i didn't get when i was a kid like but i was probably too young for it i was like five when that game came out so uh i just didn't really get what i was supposed to be doing but you know i grew up and played it and it's great 
Um, I would say this wasn't a game that I had a big fondness for as a kid, but I know it was it was one I was excited to go play because I know a lot of people like it, and I think you and I shared this opinion. I, Star Wars Episode One Racer yeah. was mm-hmm. a lot worse than I, I did think, not like it as much. Yeah, than yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like the hype was implied. And then on that same note, I feel like a game I was not crazy about as a kid, um, but really liked it when we played it here was F Zero X, um, just because I think I. You know, when I played it as a kid, I was like, I want weapons like Mario Kart. I want things like that. Um, whereas I didn't appreciate just how smooth that game oh, was yeah. and how well it plays. Definitely. Um, so, and that was something I appreciated more. Uh, what about you, Jeff? Are there any games that you've gone back to now for the N64 that you're like, I remember this game being sweet, and it is not? Oh, yes. Uh, I think you guys will appreciate this one. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, growing up, my childhood friend was like a big PS1 gamer, and I was uh, the N64 guy. So, he would always yeah. have like those sweet RPGs like Legend of Dragoon and all the Final Fantasies. And then, you know, my dad brought home uh, Quest 64 one day. I was like, <laughs> to yes, ri- go toe to toe on these <laughs> RPGs. On all of this. Yeah, and I remember like. It took me, I just, I played that game for hours, and I think I got, like, out of the main starting town, like, once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can all share this story of not having a controller pack and renting a game. Yeah, my game was Shadowgate, where that happened. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that was... Um, But also, Star Wars, do you guys remember, like, playing that game back in the day, that... Uh, like the branching paths and the shortcuts. Wait, which one? Like Eraser. The coolest thing you'd ever seen. Okay. Yeah, Episode yeah, I remember that Racer. being so cool. And then, like, I don't know, we tried playing it. It just felt... It's just, it's sluggish, it and it's it's yeah, hard yeah. to see what's going on. Sort of all the things that make F-Zero X yeah. smooth and easy to play yeah. are the problems with Racer. Like, there's way too much crap on the screen, there's way too much stuff to run into, yeah. and the frame rate right. chugs. It's it's a, it's a still a cool idea for a yeah. game, and it's still, like, it's not a terrible game. No. It just, it was a disappointment compared to, it was a game I played a lot as a kid. Right. Although I... I am interested. Have you guys played the uh, either the Dreamcast? No, or the PS2 I didn't know there was a PS2 version. Of yeah, it. it's a sequel. It's Ra- okay. Racer Revenge. Neither did I until I. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that was just a, sequel. a straight port. Okay. Yeah, I'd be interested to play those and yeah. see if like the fog and the frame rate have improved. I played in arcade. They they don't quite get the. Did, did you actually play them. the arcade yeah. that has an actual pod? Yeah, 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 yeah. That seems really cool. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's really fun. Well, thank you so much, Jeff, for being here. You've been an awesome guest. Thank you for helping us uh, talk through the same game three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. I'm happy to uh, just gift oh, you no. 20-year-old hockey knowledge that that I, I have just rotting in my brain. <laughs> I feel like that's yeah, sort of, of the you. origins of, like, we're experiencing a giant podcasting boom over the last you know, a few years, and I feel yeah. like that's why is a bunch of people who just filled their mind with pointless garbage oh, yeah. are like, I need some some outlet for some this. Kind of outlet. Someone listen to me. Yes, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like, yeah, I got to get it out somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you all so much. Uh, join us next week. We are going to be playing a game I'm very excited for because I've played every game in this series except for this game. Rayman 2 The Great Escape Ooh, You are in for a treat a, my friend I, I keep hearing it's great uh, and I've, They, I've never they wouldn't it. have called it The Great Escape if it wasn't It's the we medium go, escape We go from the great one mm-hmm. to the great escape Oh, oh see the symmetry right yeah. there See, it, It's the random hand of fate uh, I think we should probably close with the uh, Wayne Gretzky theme song, you guys all know it right? Yep. Sing along with me Okay. okay. Wayne Gretzky He's the man Who The iron tongue who the gets a hat trick <laughs> every game Wayne Gretzky <laughs> yay do you have a do you have a guitar oh, there's somebody you can out start there wailing at only like, playing Wonderball somebody uh, somebody's gonna cut us singing that uh, song geez. add a back cut that and add a backing track and we're going viral <laughs> alright everybody night y'all ready for this Thank you.